Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. Today we are recording an episode with Sami Kallio, our CEO, and I'm Pasi Nikkanen, our Chief Product Officer. Uh, I guess in this episode we actually got a question through Twitter. So can you explain yeah, what it was? Yeah, it was really, really relevant question coming from Joe, the IT guy. He was asking us how to create a business case for employee experience measurement. And and for me, this question itself, it's, it's really intriguing because it it's in, in, a, in a way it shows that challenges us in a way that in fact we don't think that you can do a business case for only measuring employee experience. You have to think about this as to be a way to to prove the outcomes what you did in, in all over your IT, especially of course in service management but in digital transformation and all that. So what would you think? Yeah I, I totally agree. It's it's I think uh, it's more like uh, the business case for the employee experience itself. And the measurement part is just the part that actually justifies and shows you and proves that did you succeed or not. Yeah, two points, proves what you did and also points you your problems where you should be more innovative and, and find the kind of the, find the problem areas. But today we are talking about anyway, business case of employee experience. Yeah. And you spend it some time to find out different surveys about this area because of course we have our own point of view, but we are kind of small player but you find something from Deloitte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I went through and I actually find a really new report from Deloitte uh, 2019. And they said that one of the biggest challenges we identified this year is the need to improve what is often called the employee experience. And this is something you start to hear more and more. And uh, maybe a little summary from that report was that 84% of, uh, of the respondents actually rated this issue as an important one. Uh, 28% identified as one of the top three most urgent issues in 2019. But the interesting thing was that only 9% believed they were very ready to address this issue. And I think that also kind of highlights and, and underlines Joe's question of how do you actually make the business case. I think people now, they start to understand, they start to believe. Now they just need ways of how do we actually justify this how do we make this as a business critical thing and also kind of to make it practical how, how yeah. you start to do things because i think we had a survey last year with sdi that pointed out about the same kind of percentage that this is so important area yeah and so many people are thinking that they are not there yet true but i think it's like everybody's planning to do and i hope we can with this episode maybe help a bit yeah <laughs> how, yeah. To, how to start doing things yeah but you also found another one M- IT? Yeah, yeah, it was actually referred by Deloitte. Uh, it was actually a, a MIT research from 2019, uh, sorry, 2017. And uh, they had a made, a made a survey about employee experience and also how they defined employee experience. It was like uh, things that make complex work more easy. That is like how, how it is. It's, it wasn't anything to do about employee engagement or HR or anything like that, but actually what is the experience at workplace with complex tasks and, and so on. And they, they divided the respondents into th- uh, three qu- uh, in, in quartiles and they compared the top quartile and the bottom quartile. And what they found was the companies on the top quartile were, had a twice the innovation, double the customer satisfaction 
and 25% greater profitability. And those are pretty amazing numbers. Yeah, and thinking is, about yeah. MIT, it is not just some, you know, marketing or some vendor that made a, made a report, but they actually did it with the proper research. I think kind of it's also in a way scary if you if you combine these two researches that how few are thinking they are doing well and then that kind of results like 25% more business outcome that's uh, yeah there must be some something to be done in this area yeah. to really get get better uh, i think in, in the MIT i love two things it was yeah. talking very much about the motivation of people and mm-hmm. what motivates them really in work that they have to feel valuable yes. for the environment where they work and the other thing was that it really was talking much about CIO's role True. in the chains that what CIOs have to be doing and what is their kind of a their support to whole chains and and how valuable and how needed that is yeah and I think that's of course one one really big challenge for CIOs who are seen as technical people okay not True. all of them True. but now they have to be people leaders yeah and and that's that's a change And I think there were like four steps and maybe these are the things that uh, IT managers or, or CIOs should kind of, or they were kind of recommending how to how to start tackling this issue. Uh, the first one was, I think what we and the most of the listeners are, are dealing with is delivering outstanding employee-facing digital capabilities. So if you think like ServiceNow making work, work better and, and what, what else, uh, you have chatbots automation. So you always try to bring the technology to actually create outstanding uh, capabilities. But then the second was was actually to create the channels to continue identifying employee friction points. And I think this is the topic, uh, maybe what, what Joe is also asking, like the, the measurement part. So I think this is what we are addressing as a company, is how do you actually identify the friction points? How can everybody agree that this is the next step that we need to improve? This is the next place. So. Yeah, I guess that kind of ties in nicely to the to Joe's question. Um, then the, the three and the four were like design accountability for maintaining focus on employee experience. And I know this this one Finnish CIO who always brings his service owners to the room and, and asks them, so how is your service doing? And then shows it from the dashboard if they don't know. Yeah. So kind of you need to take it from the CIO level to make sure that you you all the time are asking what is the employee experience on all your services. Otherwise, it is not seen as an important thing. If you ask about budgets and uptimes and uh, how much can you save more from your service, then employee experience yeah, okay. doesn't have any business value. And I guess the last one, communicate the strategic significant significance of employee experience initiatives. So this probably ties into digital transformation and that kind of things that actually what all the things that you are doing, you're doing it because of employee experience. Yeah, because of some some change. I, I think it is too often still kind of IT project, whatever project they are, if you talk to the project manager of the mm. kind of or the owners of the project and make a question to them, what is the target of this project? Yeah. If they answer the September fifteenth, something is totally wrong. Yeah. If they are not even able, as a leader of the project, say, no, we are changing this and this for the customer, or we are changing this for our users, yeah, then something is totally wrong. This time it sounds like we need to do a totally own episode about digital transformation yeah. <laughs> and and why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. 
but hey, yeah, uh, this was a little bit something we found from the from uh, from research point of view. But uh, you go a lot in, in events. You talk a lot yeah. with our customers, with CIOs. So, what are the concrete things, or how can you actually, you know, start doing this in in your opinion? Yeah, I can talk about how to really do the business case based of, of, of the data that we collect. But I'd first like to still reference to the discussion we just had, because one, from those events, I yeah. was uh, we were having events with SDI in UK and Dean Underwood from Virgin Trains was talking. And, and I think what they did in Virgin Trains with the John Sullivan, their CEO and Dean, how they start every project is exactly what this, it's kind of really practical thing to go in this direction that MIT is now proposing. They start all projects by doing a kind of a imaginary news article. Yeah. What is the outcome of this project? Lovely. Yes. And that kind of a that puts the right mindset. Yeah. It's not 17th of September. It is something that they want to communicate to the users after the project is done, and what they achieve by it. So it is. It's totally different mindset. Yeah. And I think the points you listed just from two to four, they are all about this kind of approach. True. True. Yeah. Yes. But hey, uh, in kind of the uh, more practically, yeah. if you had to talk about how to use, how to do a business case of employee experience, you, if you're listening to our podcast, you most likely know that we measure both the happiness of end users to service management, but also how much they think they lost per incident or request. And in, in our benchmark, uh, if you are doing really well, your happiness score is in the level like 75. And then if you are on that level in happiness, then you are losing per ticket to one to two hours per ticket. Yeah, maybe a little definition for the listeners who don't know it. So what we're talking about is, is the lost productivity yeah. from employees with every service request or every everything you go through with your service management system. Yeah. So every ticket, case, request, change, whatever it, it was, we always ask from the employees how much of your time was wasted. But yeah, yeah please. Yeah. So continue. the perception of the time. Yeah. Uh, but of course, we now when talking about this number, it is the perception. It is not the fact number measured by. Of course. Yeah. But but anyway, so as I said, happy people losing one to two hours per each incident ticket. Yeah. If they are really unhappy or the kind of the, the other end of our spectrum, when your happiness is on level 40, hmm. you are losing six to seven and a half hours. So these two, the happiness of end users and the loss product, they really correlate very, very heavily. So what is really the business case of employee experience? It is not how efficient you will be in IT. Yeah. It is how efficient the end users are in your business areas and being able to, as, a, as a provider to them to prove how much time you saved from their side because of you did some tricky transformation or you changed channels or you developed, a, uh, you insert your service desk or you change the service desk provider, but whatever was the action you did, what was the value of that to the end user experience? Because if you think about that one hour to seven and a half hours, mm. you try to optimize your IT services and reduce cost in IT compared to saving one hour from end users, the business case is totally different. Yeah. Okay, true. perception of the time again, but anyway, if only 10 or 20% is of that would be true, it is a huge business case. Yeah, and I think the perception, it's, we have been talking about it earlier as well, but the perception usually for the business critical services is quite accurate yeah. because the, the second, let's say, priority systems or, or tools that you're using, you kind of forget it in parallel, you are doing the important stuff. But when you have problems and productivity issues with the important stuff, yeah. then you are really reporting kind of the, the really 
high numbers that you are But if now try to go deeper to that question that yeah. that Joe did uh, I'll first take a kind of an overall example yeah and, and then let's go deeper to like an example of, of changing your uh, reassignment counts and how to reduce that with automation mm. yeah. but and in overall we are typically using a case for for company that would have 10,000 end users yeah we typically estimate they would have eight tickets per employee so they would have per eight, year per year yeah 80,000 tickets per year yeah if this company would have average cost of, of an hour internal hour would be 50 euros yeah five zero but Per hour mm. if you only save 15 minutes of all those 18,000 tickets you already save 1 million for your business and these numbers are so so enormous yeah but yes of course but we are not saying that that 1 million is the business case of our product but you can prove to your business that you are now doing things that are saving time for them so that is the overall value of your whole service management or service desk not only measuring employee experience and, and, and that's kind of the thing. Why you exist is because of the end users. So yeah. why not to do it for them? Yeah. And I think like the MIT report was like double the customer satisfaction. If you make your employees more productive, they will serve your external customers faster. Yeah. Yeah. And that is how you actually bring value through the service management and the support services. Yeah. Yeah. But let's now about it, because now you are, it's time for doing the, planning for next year, yeah. you are budgeting for next year yeah. and you are thinking what other actions you want to have there. Are you renewing your service portal or are you maybe adding chatbots or are you maybe doing some automation work yeah. and you're thinking about what is the business case for those. Mm. And, and let's use an example of the reassignment counts because that is one thing and, and that is related to the automation. Yeah. So if you are automating some services, you are maybe getting rid of the reassignment counts by being able to take tickets more directly to the expert yeah. or get in your portal, you get more information that it goes, you're faster. You don't have to ask again and again and transfer that to another team, but you get rid of reassignments. So what we have seen in our benchmark is that every assignment means an additional reassignment means on average that you lose 10 points in happiness, but you add one hour in lost productivity. So every time you bounce a ticket from team to team, you kind of waste 50 euros because the employee needs to wait one hour longer. Yeah. And if you now think about it, if you are by doing some actions, being able to, let's say for 10% of your tickets, being able to reduce one reassignment. Yeah. That's the same example. You had 80,000 tickets, mm. there is 8,000 tickets now. Yeah. And you reduce one hour. Yeah. 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 I can't do the mathematics in my head, but 8,000 times 50 euros is your business case yeah. for that yeah. action. And that should be kind of the, the kind of thinking now when you are doing next year's budgeting that we recommend really to start to measure as soon as possible. You understand the starting point, mm. being able after the whatever process you are doing yeah. to prove the business value that, okay, it, there was a value. And using that along the way to, to motivate the team and, and yeah. even in some cases get the money from the business because proving that, okay, this is why you do it. This is why you need an investment for changing yeah. your ITSM tool, whatever is the, yeah, yeah. what you need to do. All right, all right. So how would we summarize the question for, for Joe, the important things? So I would say that maybe the main point is there is no business case for employee experience measurements as such. 
separately. Yeah. Yes, you could think about it that saving time that we have ready-made surveys and all that. It, it's not really the case. You have to be thinking about the whole thing. You recognize areas to develop and then you do and being able to show the business case to your business units. Yeah. So there is no variety yeah. internally. I yeah. think there is no business yeah. case. Yeah. But the business case is to be more focused on the same things. You don't do stupid things yeah. because you are doing the same thing with your providers and your customers. You focus just on the real yeah. problems. Yeah. And I, I also see it in a way that, that Just the measurement part is not where you have the, the business case, it's the whole management. But you can't manage unless you measure. Because then you know you're not you don't know what you're getting, so how can you make a business case out of anything? Yeah. All right. Is that yeah. something we want to end this episode on or something yeah, yeah. else? And, and Joe would love to hear your comments on this episode. Was this anything you asked us to do for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, follow up on Twitter or you can come to, to our LinkedIn page or whatever, ask additional questions. We'll post this episode to, to all the medias. And I, I think uh, we'll, there were certain topics from this episode that we realized that like automation and digital transformation. So I think those will be one of the next next episodes that will open even further. How does then the measurement part uh, and the management part fit into those? How do you really, really tackle those topics? Yeah. All right. Thank Great. you, Sami. Thank you, Basi. <laughs> yeah, stay happy. <laughs>